0: Chapter Five of the Slipper Point Mystery. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. The Slipper Point Mystery by Augusta Hule Seaman. Chapter Five: Mystery. Doris received the object from Sally and stood looking at it as it lay in her hands. It was a small, square, very flat tin receptacle of some kind. Rusted and moldy, and about six inches long and wide. Its thickness was probably not more than a quarter of an inch. What in the world is it? she questioned wonderingly. Open it and see, answered Sally. Doris pried it open with some difficulty. It contained only a scrap of paper which fitted exactly into its space. The paper was brown with age and stained beyond belief, but on its surface could be dimly discerned a strange and inexplicable design. "'Of all things!' breathed Doris in an awestruck voice. "'This certainly is a mystery, Sally. "'What do you make of it?' "'I don't make anything of it,' Sally averred. "'That's just the trouble. "'I can't imagine what it means. "'I've studied and studied over it all winter, "'and it doesn't seem to mean a single thing. "'It was indeed a curious thing, "'this scrap of stained-worn paper, "'hidden for who knew how many years "'in a tin box far underground. "'For the riddle on the paper was this.' It was a grid seven squares across by seven squares down and read from left to right as follows. 3-6-1-4-5-2-blank F-M-U-O-3-S-5 X-D-5-Y-T-8-1 E-Q-2-H-9-K-4 six a g l p seven three l i o v one j six s four w n z c two well i give it up declared doris after she had stared at it intently for several more silent moments it's the strangest puzzle i ever saw but do you know sally i'd like to take it home and study it out at my leisure I always was crazy about puzzles, and i just enjoy working over this, even if I never made anything out of it. Do you think it would do any harm to remove it from here?" I don't suppose it would, Sally replied, but somehow I don't like to change anything here, or take anything away, even for a little while. But you can study it out all you wish, though, for I made a copy of it a good while ago, so's I could study it myself. Here it is and Sally pulled from her pocket a duplicate of the strange design made in her own handwriting. At this point Genevieve became suddenly restless, and, clinging to Sally's skirts, demanded to go play in the boat. "'She doesn't like to stay in here very long,' explained Sally. "'Well, I don't wonder,' declared Doris. "'It's dark and dreary and weird. It makes me feel kind of curious and creepy myself. But, oh, it's a glorious secret, Sally!' the strangest and most wonderful i ever heard of why it's a regular adventure to have found such a thing as this but let's go out and sit in the boat and let genevieve paddle then we can all talk it over and puzzle this out sally returned the tin box and its contents to the hiding place under the mattress then she blew out the candle remarking as she did so that she'd brought a lot of candles and matches and always kept them there in the pall of darkness that fell on them she groped for the entrance pushed it open, and they all scrambled out into the daylight. After that she padlocked the opening, and buried the key in the sand near by, and announced herself ready to return to the boat. During the remainder of that sunny morning they sat together in the stern of the boat, Goldenhead and Auburn one, bent in consultation over the strange combination of letters and figures, while Genevieve, barefooted, paddled in silent ecstasy in the shallow water rippling over the bar sally exclaimed doris at length suddenly straightening and looking her companion in the eyes i believe you have some idea about all this that you haven't told me yet several remarks you've dropped make me think so now honestly haven't you what do you believe is the secret of this cave and this queer jumble of letters and things anyway sally thus faced could no longer deny the truth yes she acknowledged there is something i've thought of and the more i think of it the surer i am "'and something that's happened since I knew you "'has made me even surer yet.' She paused, and Doris, wild with impatience, demanded, "'Well?' "'It's pirates,' announced Sally, slowly and distinctly. "'What?' cried Doris, jumping to her feet. "'Impossible! "'There's no such thing nowadays.' "'I didn't say nowadays,' remarked Sally calmly. "'I think it was pirates, then, if that suits you better.' Doris sank down in her seat again in amazed silence, "'A pirate cave!' she breathed at last. "'I do believe you're right, Sally. What else could it be? But where's the treasure, then? Pirates always had some around, didn't they? And that cave would be the best kind of place to keep it.' "'That's what this tells,' answered Sally, pointing to the scrap of paper. "'I believe it's buried somewhere, and this is the secret plan that tells where it is. If we could only puzzle it out, we'd find the treasure.' A great light suddenly dawned on Doris. "'Now I know!' she cried. "'Why, you were so crazy over Treasure Island. It was all about pirates, and there was a secret map in it. You thought it might help you puzzle out this. Wasn't that it?' "'Yes,' said Sally. "'That was it, of course. I was wondering if you'd guess it. I've got the book under the bow seat of the boat now. Let's compare the things.' She lifted the seat, found the book, which fell open of its own accord, Doris noticed, at the well-known chart of that well-loved book. They laid their own riddle beside it. "'But this is entirely different,' declared Doris. "'That one of Treasure Island is a map or chart, with the hills and trees and everything written plainly on it. This is nothing but a jumble of letters and figures and little squares, and doesn't make the slightest sense, no matter how you turn or twist it.' "'I don't care,' insisted Sally. "'I suppose all secret charts aren't alike. "'I believe if we only knew how to work this one, "'it would certainly direct us straight to the place "'where that treasure is buried.' "'So positive was she that Doris could not help but be impressed. "'But pirates lived a long time ago,' she objected. "'And I don't believe there were ever any pirates around this place, anyway. "'I thought they were mostly down around Cuba, "'and the southern parts of this country.' "'Don't you believe it?' cried Sally. "'I've heard lots of the old fishermen about here tell how there used to be pirates right along this coast, and how they used to come in these little rivers once in a while, and bury their stuff, and then go out for more. Why, there was one famous one they call Captain Kidd, and they say he buried things all about here, but mostly on the ocean beach. My father says there used to be an old man, he's dead now, right in our village, and he was just as sure he could find some buried treasure.' and he was always digging around on the beach and in the woods near the ocean. Folks thought he was just kind of crazy, but once he really did find something way down deep that looked like it might have been the bones of a skeleton, and a few queer coins and things all mixed up with them, and then everyone went wild and began digging for dear life too for a while, but they never found anything more. So gradually they left off and forgot it. Doris was visibly stirred by this curious story, After all, why should it not be so? Why perhaps could not they be on the right track of the buried treasure of the pirate legend? The more she thought it over, the more possible it became. And the fascination of such a possibility held her spellbound. Yes, she agreed. I do believe you're right, Sally. And now that I look over it, these letters and numbers might easily be the key to it all, if only we can work it out. Oh, I never heard of anything so wonderful happening to two girls like ourselves before. Thank you a million times, Sally, for sharing this perfectly marvellous secret with me. I do believe I'm enjoying it a great deal better myself, now that I've told you, answered Sally. I didn't think it could be so before I did. And if we ever discover what it all means— Why, precious, interrupted Doris, turning to Genevieve, who, all unnoticed, had come to lean disconsolately against the side of the boat, her thumb tucked pathetically in her mouth her eyes half-tearful. "'What's the matter?' "'I'm hungry and seepy,' moaned Genevieve. With a guilty start, Doris gazed at her wrist-watch. It was nearly one o'clock. "'Merciful goodness! Mother will be frantic!' she exclaimed. "'It's lunchtime now, and we're way up here. And just see the way I look!' She was indeed a scratched, grimy, and tattered object. "'Whatever will I tell her?' They scrambled to their oars and were out in the river, before Sally answered this question. "'Can't you tell her you were exploring up on Slipper Point?' "'Yes,' agreed Doris. "'That is the real truth. And she never minds if I get must and dirty, as long as I've enjoyed myself in some way. That's all right. But I hope I haven't worried her by being so late.' They rode on in mad, breathless haste, past the wagon-bridge, and came at last in sight of the hotel but as they beached the boat and Dara scrambled out, she said in parting, I've been thinking all the way down about that secret map, or whatever it is, and I have a new idea about it. I'll tell you in the morning. This afternoon I've promised to go for a drive with Mother. End of chapter 5